Do you remember your final vows? Sure. What was it like? What do you remember the most about your final vows? My final vow, like uh, the name finally professed, you know, like I I don't need to renew my vow every uh-huh. every year or three years again. So it was like a, a fulfilling, you know. Today I am sealing my 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 vow with yes. the, with the, with the Lord Jesus Christ, and that was the day they gave me my 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 ring, you know. Mm. Yes, so that's one of the significance of final vows. It's like a wedding in the it's church. Your, yes. It's your wedding day, yeah. Yes, so you don't need to to look at any any other man again, even if you you intended to. Yes. Mm. Because yeah, because when you're not, when you haven't taken your final vow, there's still kind of that thought in your mind that yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. you know, if it's if I'm called to to get married or something like that or uh, something else. But yeah. after this final vow, you know, no more. That's it. Do you remember anything specifically about the day itself? The day actually, the date was on October twenty third, and uh, one thing that st- I still remember very well that. We have to have a retreat mm-hmm. um, outside the, com- the 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 environment where the the profession will take place uh-huh. in one of our communities in one of our formation houses. So we were there for the for the one week, and coming back, we came back on the evening of that day in order to get ready. And believe me, it rained cat and dog that day. It rained. That <laughs> oh my goodness, the whole night we were so scared the way the rain fall, and I didn't know it wasn't only in the city. It rained even in my village. So it was a it was a huge storm. It was a huge storm. Was it with lightning and everything and thunder? Everything. Wow. Everything. And how long was the uh, the storm? It lasted like uh, three four hours. Uh huh. Yeah. And the, our cathedral at that time was not yet completed. So in the morning when we came out, but good thing immediately in the morning, it stopped. Uh-huh. It stopped. The weather was so bright. So when we came out, I remember our bishop meeting us. And the first thing he said, it looks like you ladies did not pray. You did not pray. And we said, no, my Lord, we did pray. Don't worry. You will see that we prayed. Uh-huh. And then we saw people cleaning the cathedral, you know, getting the, the pews who are wet. Oh, yes. Because so yeah. it's not complete. It's, it's open, not, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. So they get everything. People worked hard. That day. The youths, the mothers, they really worked hard. Then as from that moment, it was bright. It, everything went very well. And then the whole week was dry. There wasn't any rain so anywhere just again. that one storm that passed one. through. How long was the, this uh, retreat? It was one week. So a whole one week. Was whole. it a silent retreat? or No, it was preached. I remember it's uh, one of the bishops in the, in the Nigerian bishop, Bishop Ayo Maria, that that retreat for us and it was enjoyable too that's fantastic yes. and then then you go into your to take your your final, final vow, vow w- yes. was your family there yes my family came and uh, it was great by then uh, I lost my dad 
Oh, my, oh. my dad died three years after my profession. He died in 1990, so he was not in the picture again. But at least he, you know, you two had buried the hatchet, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had yeah. he had expressed his support for you. Yes, yes. At least you had that. Yes, that was my that was my joy. But then he he died. But my mom and my siblings and the community. We are there, and that whole that whole panel of people—they were there as well. Yes, yes. That's fantastic. Yes, they so they supported you th all they throughout. They supported me all through, all through. So this this panel—where did they get their their funding? It was individual. Oh, so they put it, their own money. It was individual. So th it wasn't an organization. It was just a group of people it that was, wanted to support somebody's was. vocation. Yes. It wow. Was. It, you know, that kind of makes you think, you know, because, you know, here in the United States, if somebody wants to enter a vocation, there's funding comes from lots of different places. Exactly. But, you know, you growing up in Nigeria, you had to find somebody you to, have support. to support. Yourself. Otherwise, you wouldn't have entered. Yeah. Wow. I know a lot of people that have vocation have not made it because of financial. Wow. Yes. Just think about all the people that could have served Next. and who could have led you know a life of service but they just couldn't because they couldn't afford wow do they have organizations now that that fund that from like from here from the united states that that send money to help vocations i don't think so but uh, it's still some individuals that can and the the congregation also uh, has to help so that uh, you don't need to you don't need to stop going if you want if you have vocation uh -huh. because of money yes. it's just that those types of things we take for granted here in the united states like like you said the sacraments because of the lack of funding you you have to find a way to pay exactly or, because there's, there's just so little money wow exactly That's, what was your first assignment as a religious sister I was assigned to work in the school, in the Catholic school. Mm. So I was given uh, a bursar to be a boss of the school with financial assistance. Um, you call it here, yeah, it's, it's some boss or bookkeeping. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We like call a it clerk bursar. or a bookkeeper. Yeah, okay. yeah. We call it a, a bursar in my country. So that was the first assignment in, in a Catholic school. Nazareth Primary School then, and then um, I, I I also teach um, the, the kids uh, um, religion like CCE. Uh, mm. yeah. So that was the first thing I did. So at this point, um, I'm trying to think about how the finances go. So you have a salary that will kind of pay for your needs. So you don't longer need people donating. Is that how it works? No. As a, as, as a teacher? As a sister, uh, you... Yeah, you will be you will be paid, but uh -huh. it goes direct goes to, to the to the community. The, yes. Yeah. Then the community is responsible for your for your needs for your needs. Okay. Because yes. they you only are given what you need. Mm, you know, yeah. transportation money yes, and, yes, and that type yes, of thing. Everything you need, they provide it. Yes. Okay. So that way, you don't need any more no, sponsor. No, you don't need the external help again, yes. Because you're already providing for the community and for yourself. Yes. So how long were you in that role? I was there like um, two years. Mm -hmm. Then I went to further studies. Mm. I went to 
School of Medical Lab to become a, a medical personnel. Okay. I studied medical laboratory science and I graduated with a, a hematology blood group serology. Uh, so Were you looking to become a, a doctor? Uh, no, I was just to be uh, to analyze blood uh -huh. in the lab. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if before the blood will be given out, you have to screen it to make sure mm. it's compatible with the the recipient. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was what I, I did. So how many years did you do that? It was, uh, I took it in two badges. I did the first uh, three years, mm -hmm. and then I went to college to do it in, in degree four years. Then I graduated and came out. So you worked in that field for how long? I worked in that field from the time I graduated in 19, 1990, no, 2000 till 2008. At this point, are you still teaching CCE or? Uh, yeah, I still teach as part-time uh -huh. in, in the church, yeah. Those, those things doesn't count as your job as a sister. Mm -hmm. You have to do them, yeah, once in, a, in the, uh, once in a week or twice, yes. Okay, so you have yes. that on top of your, on top of your job. job yes. That, that will pay for your, your you know. My sustenance, yes. yes. Now, uh, you said until 2008, what happened after that? 2008 was when I came to United States. How did, how did you come here? How I came is that um, my congregation will always give you opportunity to go out for mission uh, work. Uh -huh. What I don't know is how they selected, but I was called to come over. I was asked if I want to go to Europe or to America. Uh -huh. And I chose America because of language. Mm. I didn't think I can learn the language at my age. So I decided to come to United States where I know I, they speak English. Uh -huh. So you had if, spoken English growing up? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. English was our lingua franca because the Britain was, uh, Irish people were the ones that uh, mm. evangelized us. Yes. In the church, and if you if you had chosen Europe, where would would they have sent you? If I chosen, yeah, if you chose Europe, where would they have sent you? Um, I think Rome. I could have gone to Rome. The, oh, Rome. Was, yeah, oh. it was specified that I'm, I would go and continue with the catechesis, uh -huh. and I said no, I'm not going. Wow! So you you missed that opportunity because of language. Yes, actually, when I was. When I was called to go to school for the first time, uh -huh. I, I said I'm not going to Europe to study. I'm, I rather study in Nigeria. That's why I went to college in Nigeria. Mm. Yeah. So this, so you had the the there was a possibility that you could go to yes, Europe. Yes. Yes. One to of, study early. Yeah. yeah earlier, but mm. I said no. I had a phobia of going abroad then. Wow. And I did. Yes. Really. Yeah. You just, it, was it because of the language or you just yeah. didn't want to fly? I think the main thing was uh, I encountered a sister when I was a young sister, a young professed. She said she studied in Europe uh -huh. and she came back, she did get catches and she came back, she's working in a parish uh -huh. and then she lives in the convent, you know, of course. So she said she was having a problem with the priest, her pastor in the church. 
And when she comes back to the church, to the convent again, she will have a problem with her sisters because the priest will tell her, you have to do this, you, have, you don't need to leave so, so time. And when she comes back to the convent, the sisters will be on, on her neck again that you stayed the whole day in the in the church oh. so i was like if, so there was a conflict between yeah, I, her i told myself if i do this course now is it, is it not the type of thing i will be i will meet in my own community <laughs> that uh-huh. i don't want i don't want such type of uh, conflict yeah. in my life so that's what what made me to turn that offer down so you you just didn't want any possibility of any conflict. Yes, so you just said, "I'll yes, avoid it." Yes, I said, "I better do what I want." Actually, I wanted to do medical lab. I mm-hmm. have an and I for for whatever reason, I I love to do. I uh-huh. had it in mind that's what I would do because I was good in sciences. I read, I did sciences in second, so that was my main target. And then, but I could have done whatever the sisters want me mm-hmm, if I course. didn't hear that story. I think that story was what scared me most. And I said no. So that was why I didn't go at that elite age. So when you came here to the United States, did you come directly here to Houston? No. My Where first you... place was Indianapolis. Mm. Yes. The the Benedictine sisters in Indiana invited us. So the, my sisters were already there before I came. And then I joined them and I worked in the assisted living. And I have a very, very unpleasant experience. The matron of that place that, um, that I worked uh, for for whatever reason, it didn't go well with uh, with me and and and, uh, and her. I remember her one day saying that um, that they told her that I'm good for nothing. Really? Yes, and I'm like, I have never had a thing like this in my entire life. Even as a as a leg girl. Talk uh-huh. of as a sister, you're telling me that I'm good for nothing. Uh-huh. And I told her that I have not had this type. And she called my sister to my local superior then. And the sister was scared too and was like, no, she, this this is not sister fortune that she knows. Uh-huh. And anyway, but... um, What happened? Why? What what caused this conflict with you I, and that, that lady? I think what happened is... um. I came to United States uh, in March uh-huh. 8th. I started that job in April 8th. Uh-huh. So I think cultural shock was there. Mm. They don't understand me. I don't understand them. But I was trying my very best mm-hmm. to be to do the right thing. I, and I believe I was doing the right thing. And the resident was very pleased with me. Uh-huh. But I think the, some of the workers were not pleased with me because of the the way I was like very blunt. I mm. didn't know how to filter things. I would tell you right away that this is not good or this is. So that was on my own side what I can think out, mm. think about. And then they were reporting me to her without me knowing. I still remember one experience that made me to believe that they they were really ganging up for me to leave that place. Oh wow! There was um, a day one of them came and asked me to 
that we that we eat. I didn't like. I didn't know their food, uh-huh. so I was only eating watermelon in that place. Okay. And I would even pour hot water on that watermelon to to be to my taste, you know, because it was cold. Uh-huh. I, it was too cold. Everything was cold. Uh-huh. So I think those things they didn't like it. Uh-huh. So I remember one of them coming to one day asked me to eat pizza and I said no, and she wanted me to take the pizza. I said no. She did everything possible to and told me to take that pizza home, uh-huh. and I said no because I know nobody will eat it at home. So yeah. why am I taking it? So it was later that I realized that she was setting me up so that if I take that pizza home, they will say that I, I have broken their policy, that nobody should take food home. And oh, she wow. was on top of Oh, me. so she was trying to get you fired. She was trying to get me. Wow. But I just thank God that it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And then they finally did whatever they did, and they finally they, they fired me. Wow. They did fire me. And that's... Uh, affected my 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 papers because they were the ones doing my papers. Oh, they were, they were like your sponsor. Yeah, that that, that 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 yeah, they were the ones doing my my residency. You no, know? so uh-huh. so but uh, <laughs> the Bible said before I found you in my womb, in your my your mother's womb, I know you uh-huh. and I consecrated you. So it came out in my in my life. You know, so when they fired me, I came, I came home. I told them I have been fired. Uh-huh. Then the the help, the sisters helped me to go to another place to work, which was not um, the the people that invited me. So I, I by this time now, I'm leaving the church, going to public place to work. Uh-huh. So I started working there, and. Um, Something happened again in that place. Really? Yes. <laughs> so I was uh I was doing three three PM to eleven PM. Then I I finished the work on on night like that, three mm-hmm. to eleven. I came back the following day, three three o'clock. I clocked in. Uh, I was not up to five minutes. Somebody came and called me that the supervisor is calling me. And, and I, I didn't think of anything, so I went. Uh-huh. And she said, no, she said I should, I should carry my bag. I'm like, you said supervisor is calling me. Why should I carry my bag? Uh-huh. Then she said, okay. Then we went and the lady said, and they they said that yesterday one of the residents fell, and they, they called you to help to get him up, and you said no. I'm like me saying no. So they accused you of not helping. That the resident was on the floor, and that they called me to help, and I said no. I like me. I said to start with there was no fall. Uh-huh. There was no fall from So they lied. From three PM wow. to eleven o'clock uh-huh. I left this place. Uh-huh. You know, that's that's when you, you have the power of genuine genuineness, you know, when you are sure of what you are doing. Yes. What so I was like from three PM till eleven o'clock I left this facility yesterday. Uh-huh. There was no fall of uh-huh. any kind. Yeah. And remember, I left with one of the workers. Why is she not here with me in this panel now? 
Yes. So they said, no, you have to leave until we investigate on that. Wow. It was okay. Then they, they escort me to get my bag uh-huh. and they escort me out of the facility. Wow. I felt like so humiliated. Yeah. And, uh, oh God, that was one of my hardest time in, in this country. So wow. I got to the car. I, I started my car uh-huh. to be kinded. I didn't know where I was driving. I was driving. I was crying. I was, I was like, then I had a voice. Fortune, if you die in this country, you waste your life. I had it vividly. Mm. And I cleared my eyes and I like, yes. Then I started looking. I have gone far from where I was going. I didn't know where I was going. So what I did, I started recollecting where I am and I got myself to St. Michael's Catholic Church in Indiana. Mm. They have perpetual adoration. Mm-hmm. So that was the only thing that came to my mind. I went to that place. Immediately I got to the, the adoration ground. I felt prostrated on the on the on the church in the chapel before they exposed blessed sacrament and I cried. And I cried and I cried. So after crying, the only thing I told Jesus is that you have to vindicate me in this case. Uh-huh. You just have to do that. So I took my phone. I called one of my sisters. Uh, when I say sister, is a fellow religious sister. Mm-hmm. I called her. I told her what happened. and told her where I was. And she said that I have done the right thing that I should... Uh, um, talk it over with Jesus. Yes. So I did, and I stayed in that place till the time, 11 o'clock, <laughs> you know. I did, like, that's my wow. job that day. So I now, I now went home. Uh-huh. By then, the sisters are gone to bed, and I gone to bed myself. The following day, I'm not going anywhere because I'm fired already. Uh-huh. So there, there, there was a, a sister that was to do her um, graduation in Missouri that that weekend, mm-hmm. and then this sister said, "Okay, let's go to that place since uh, they fired you because that's why I didn't invite you before." That my friend, so she got ticket and we went. So you went to Missouri? Yes, for that uh, graduation. Okay. Before I left, this was, I think that happened on Wednesday. Then on Friday, I was planning to go on Saturday. On Friday, I got a call from that uh, place, from my workplace. Mm-hmm. What did they say? They said, oh, sister, oh, sister Fortune, please come to work. And we have investigated. It was lie. So at least they found out that that you were that they had lied against you. So, so the, did they fire the person who who told the lie? I I don't know, but that was when I got more angry. I now spoke to the to the lady. I said, "It's very easy for you now to call me to come to work mm-hmm. just like that. Mm-hmm. Do you do you know the type of damage you have done to me? Yeah, the humiliation. Yeah." Do you know the type of damage you have done to me? And that you and it just sounds easy for you to tell me to come to work mm. today. Please, I'm not coming to that work. And he said, okay, sister, please, please take your time. Tell us when you're ready to come. 
because I say I have plans already. I'm not coming to that the, the work today. How dare you to tell me that? And she said, okay, please tell us when you are ready to come. I said, if at all, I will be ready to come. But I said, thank God that you 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 come out with the truth. With the truth, yeah. Yes. At least that happened. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I went to my my the 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 graduation and came back and uh, took my time. I think I called them middle middle of the week and said that okay, uh, I'm coming tomorrow. Uh-huh. They said okay. So when I went, she she told me that they did the investigation that. Uh, it was after 11 o'clock when we have gone that the person fell. Mm. I said, but why did I come in the in the picture? Yes. And she said, she she was just begging me, so I, I, I left it. But that really, I bef- why, when that happened, I started looking for another job and I got a, a home health job that um, after some weeks with them, I... I put my resignation uh-huh. and joined those other people where I had a very good experience. I remember the lady interviewing me, asked me, uh, you you have not had the experience of, how do I know you will, you will do a good job? I, I said, you hire me and then you observe me. And then she laughed and said, <laughs> <laughs> in her entire life, Days of doing this job, she had not gotten this type of answer. answer. <laughs> <laughs> I say, yeah, you cannot know how I work in my kitchen, so you have to hire me uh-huh. and then observe me. And she said, that's that's very truth. For that, I'm going to hire you. And then uh-huh. <laughs> so you said, I- I'll prove it to you. That's the only way I can show you. Yeah, that I- you have to hire me and then you watch me. Uh-huh. So she did, and uh, I really enjoyed her. But I didn't stay so long in that place. I was transferred to Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. so you still it still was a while before you made it here to Texas. Yes, yes. How long were you in Rhode Island? I stayed in Rhode Island for four years. What did you do there? I was working uh, still in the in the uh, assisted living, mm. uh, but that uh, that one was uh, now in the with the sisters, the Messi sisters. Their retirement house. I was working as oh. a, I did men take. Then I was working as a men take in the. In so the, the residents were were older religious sisters. Uh, some of them were sisters, and they ha- yeah, many of them were sisters. Only the parents of the sisters that were there also that were mm. older. Yeah, so I enjoyed I enjoyed them so much. Yes. In Rhode Island, for so you did that for four years. Yes. What after that? Is that when you came here to? Yeah, it was Houston? when I was in Rhode Island. I had a, a vacation. I visited San Antonio. The sisters, our sisters, live in San Antonio. Mm, okay. So I visited them, and the weather was so beautiful and like. So we had this place, this type of place in America, and I'm there in the cold because I didn't like cold at all. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I called the sister, uh, our regional superior, then I said, sister, please, if you people still want me in America, please, please transfer me to Rhoda, uh, to San Antonio or you take me back to Nigeria. The code is becoming too, it's too much. Too much. Yeah. And then she lost. Okay. Then the following year, they transferred me to San Antonio. So at least so, you can give those type of suggestions. Yes, that, yes, yes. That, um, the, 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 the religious life is not 
how people see it outside. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have room to make a um suggestion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even of course. A, yeah. Yeah. They don't want to send somebody there somewhere where they really don't want to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you so, have room to, to mm-hmm. dialogue with your superiors and okay. uh, yeah. So you you kind of make the decision together and they make the final mm, they decision. They make the final, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So so, the, so they sent you here to Houston or did you they, go to San Antonio they, first? They sent me to San Antonio. So I was in San Antonio and uh, the first day I went to San Antonio, the the oblate I don't know. They they have oblate of immaculate, oblate of immaculate Mary. You know that the that place you you have a, a replica of um, Our Lady of Laws. You mm. think it's Our Lady of Laws shrine? Uh-huh. Very beautiful. So the first day I went to that place, I was like, I hear this boy that I will bless you here. I will bless you here. Okay. So, but when I got there. I started working with the the elder their elderly their retirement house, yeah. But um, it wasn't um, it wasn't so pleasing. Wasn't it was, a good fit. It was good, but I was like, I have not seen that blessing you promised me, you know. Uh-huh. So I didn't have a a car to go. I was trekking. On the sun, rain, you know, I was like, okay, I, Lord, I'm still waiting for this, your blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was after two years, then um, the sister called me. By then I started applying to to work in the hospital in my field. Yes. Yeah. So I got to this hospital and uh, it looks very promising. The person was so excited. You, you, she gave me everything. I had to start like uh, coming to volunteer in the lab until they now hire me finally, like a provisional uh, ad, um, uh, admission. Is this in San Antonio? Still? In San Antonio. Okay. Yeah. So when I when I was doing that, I got everything, my badge, everything, and. The following day, sister called me that there is um, a work coming that they have in Kedi that they want me. The congregation said that they want me. I'm like, congregation, this time I'm getting my job that I, I need. <laughs> You're finally in the field, in your field. And then the following day, you they send you somewhere else. <laughs> and sister said, "Yeah, that's what the the congregation decide." So, uh-huh. so they God. really needed you, yeah. So in Katie, she 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 really caught me because she she was asking me to come to Houston sometime. You know, before I went to San Antonio, mm. I said, "No, Houston is too big. I don't want it. I can't get my 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 way in Houston. I don't want this." So she told me this time, Katie is a very small city, so uh-huh. you don't have any excuse. So I was like, okay, I was still contemplating on it and I, I prayed. One one night I went like 2 a.m. to the chapel and prayed. The chapel is within the convent. We have a chapel. Okay. So I was praying and I was just hearing, do what they said, do what they said, do what they said. I was, 
my God. So I got up the following morning. I called sister. Okay, sister, I'm, I'm ready to go to Kedi. And she said, okay. So I went to Kedi. I came to Kedi. Um, in 2018, uh -huh. January, yeah. But I came like in in November to to talk with the the priest, uh -huh. Father, Father Christopher Plant. Then mm. he was the pastor of St. Bartholomew. So we met with him and uh, after talking, then I loved him. He was so humane and uh, so I... I went back and get my things and arrived finally. And you said that was it after that interview? Yeah. So when I came to, what brought me to that is when I came to Kedi, that I realized that blessing that the Lord was talking. Mm. It has been a, a blessing to me in Kedi. And your role all throughout has been the same roles that you've, uh, that you have now? That you spoke about earlier in Kedira, in, in uh, Sem Sem Bart. Bart, yes, yes, yes. So you've been consistently doing those roles. Yes, that's fantastic. Yes, thank you so much, Sister Fortune, for uh, you know for for everything that you do for the community, and and you know for for coming in and telling your story to us. It's a fantastic, fantastic story. Thank you so much. Um, God bless you and all the work that you do at. at St. Bart's, and uh, we hope to see you there for many years to come. I cannot do without um, thanking people that have made it so interesting in St. Bart's for me. One of them is Emma. She was she has been so wonderful in that community, yes. And a um, uh, couple of them. I, the community is amazing, honestly. Honestly, I thank God for giving me opportunity to experience them and uh, to dilute the experience I have in Indiana. Because if I didn't mm. come to Sambat, maybe I will have a different um, in, in impression of America. Oh, you might have from, gone back from Indiana. Yes, oh, yeah. If you had gone after Indiana and just gone oh, straight back no, to no, no, I will, I will have a different story of America. <laughs> uh, yeah, there won't be my in my good book, but with with Katie, oh no, I know that God is everywhere, and God, we have a very good people all all um all over the world, but. It depends on who you met at any point in time. Mm. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. God bless you. God bless you too for what you do.